Hashem, with everybody's permission, happiest Friday. Erev Shabbat Shalom. Today's shiur is dedicated to Elui Nishmat, Malka Bajalinus, Chana Bat Shemuel, Shalom Ben Eliyahu, Zerubavel Ben Gabriel, Tzivya Bat Mashiach, Tamara Bat Mashiach, Yosef Ben Nisan, Diora Bat Itzchak, Sarah Bat Moshe, Yehuda Ben David, Binyamin Ben Itzchak, Rinat Bat Dan, and for the El Dina Bat Ephraim, Rach Hashem Tinicham Began Eden, and for the Refua Shlema of Rachel Bat Chana, Shemuel Ben Rachel, and Esther Bat Chana. So we're continuing in the Pelayo'et. And yesterday we finished off by saying that a person uh, should, should always have good, clean words on his tongue. From the way a person speaks, a person can tell what kind of a person is speaking. Right? The, the words that come out of a person's mouth say a lot uh, about the person himself and what kind of a person he is. And a person who speaks vulgar words, Shelonida, it shows that they're a vulgar type of person. Got a chacham, a wise person, a person who has wisdom, is extremely cautious with his language and always speaks in a in a clean way and in a refined way. So now we're continuing with Pelayoet. He says, Vikhen, Loyedaber Milta de Mishtama Litre Ampe. He says a wise person is careful not to say something which could be interpreted two different ways. Not to say something that somebody could understand it differently. Somebody is going to uh, hear it and understand it differently and is going to misinterpret his words. Don't think that the people who are listening to me, you know, my wife, my husband, my children, my parents, you know, they're smart enough people to understand what I'm saying, right? If they were really listening, if they were really thinking about it. Boker Tov, good morning. Good morning, Rabbeinu Yaakov. Shabbat already. So a smart person doesn't rely on the other people who are listening to him uh, to, <laughs> to have to understand his words. You don't say things that are vague and say, you know, no, if they're smart enough, they're going to understand. You have to be as clear as possible with your words, what you mean. Shaharei, he's here at Tana, because in Pirkei Avot, it says, Don't say something that somebody might not understand, that you're going to say to yourself, you know, what? no, no, they're going to understand it. Eventually, they're going to get it. And unfortunately, says Peleoet, there's machloket which comes out of this. There's fires. There's fires that are set off uh, unintentionally because of this. Because one person in the family uh, says something which they weren't 100% clear in what they meant. The other family member thought, Oh, they mean to say this in a bad way. They mean this to say it against my family. They mean this to say it against my in-laws, against my friend, against uh, the person they're talking about. And until he actually explains himself, already they got into the machloket. Already they're in the heat of the fire. And who knows at that point already, once you're in the middle of an argument, once you're in the middle of a fight, 
Who knows if they're going to believe you anymore? <laughs> now you're coming back and explaining yourself. <laughs> After we're in a machloket, now, now you're explaining what you meant. Is this, is this referring to, like, let's say, sarcasm or just not being also, articulate yes. enough? Yeah, sarcasm could for sure be part of it. Being articulate enough for sure be part of it. But machloket for sure happens all the time because a person says something which was not 100% understood by, by the other. Now, so you might think, okay, that's nobody's fault. I just said something. So, it's not said. No, it's a little bit the fault of the speaker. It's a little bit the fault of a person saying something. Don't say something that somebody might misunderstand. Be careful Especially already. In... Already think from beforehand. That's... Somebody might misunderstand my words. No, but it, it could also be referring to, let's say, sending a text message, but you're not able to really express yourself. Um, yes, yeah, 100%, 100%. Yes, sometimes, that uh, happens all the time. Sometimes if a person just sends a message, they're not fully able to express themselves properly because it's the type of thing that, you know, you need to hear me say it or you need to actually see me saying it. So yes, very often, if a text message is not going to be able to fully capture what your intentions are in that kind of a situation, it's not appropriate to send a text message. You have to say, I need to, I want to meet with you in person, or I have to say this to you in person, because I have to make sure that you understand. You have to stand up, your dad just walked in. <laughs> good morning, good morning. <laughs> so, lachen, therefore, yizaher, be careful, sheyehedad, but it's a very, very good point what you're saying, Adam. It's a very good point that uh, very often there are things which are not expressed appropriately in text message. You know, and people just send, send messages around without thinking or without realizing what they're saying. Especially the text messages get saved and they get forwarded everywhere very easily. And say, look at what he said, look at what he said. And then you have to go back and explain yourself, but no, that's not what I meant. But if it's not what you meant, why did you say it? So we use our emojis. <laughs> so, therefore be careful. So very often, it's much more appropriate to say, I need to tell you this in person. I need to speak to you in person. Therefore, uh, be careful that your words are clear. That people should not find a way um, to... Uh, make a mistake in your words will and suspect you of saying something wrong. And furthermore, we, he already mentioned this before, but this is his uh, way he repeats. Don't open your mouth to the Satan. Don't say that, don't open your mouth to the Satan means don't say something bad is going to happen. A person shouldn't say to himself, you know, today it's just not going to be a good day. You're looking in front of you, what is it? You just say today. No, don't say that today's not going to be a good day. For all you know, it might be your best day. You say, today is going to be a waste of a day. I'm not going to make any money today. How do you know? I'm not going to make money on this deal. How do you know you're not going to make money on this deal? Maybe you will. You never know how Hashem can turn things for you. Don't open your mouth for the Satan, for the Satan to come to Hashem and say, Oh, look, he said it himself. He said it himself that's going to happen. 
So kegon, for example, a person says, I'm never going to do this again. You know, I, I'm never going to go to that person's house again. I'm never going to go to Kanisa again. Why would you say such a thing? Don't say it. Don't even say it. Don't open your mouth for the Satan. You don't know what you're going to what you're going to feel in one year from now, or in five years from now, or in ten years from now. So why would you let those words come out of your mouth? You should always just say the way people say it. If a person uh, uh, sneezes or something, they always say la They always say it should be for your good health. They always just say something nice. Why just say it should be for good health? One must be very cautious about this. Nobody should find and say that it came from his mouth or it came from your words that you said it would happen. And it says, He says, I heard from one Chacham. I heard from one Rabbi. He's giving an example now of being very cautious with the way you say something and with the, with the exact words that you use. So, One time a person was, uh, he had a guest at his house and his guest was leaving. His guest was going on to travel. And he was doing the mitzvah of levaya. Mitzvah levaya means to accompany somebody or something. So we use the word levaya because there's a mitzvah to accompany the body. Whenever uh, we bury somebody, there's a mitzvah of levaya. There's a mitzvah to accompany the casket, to accompany the body, the corpse, in order to go bury it. But there's also a mitzvah of levaya whenever somebody has a guest in their home and their guest is leaving. There's a mitzvah to walk out the door a few steps with them. That's called levaya. So So after his guest uh, left him and separated from him, so his guest started to continue going. And he says, So he remembered, oh, I have to tell him something. So he starts saying to him, he's like, oh, 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 Reuven, Reuven, come back, come back. So Karalo Bishmo, he calls him. So the man turned around in order to see uh, to see what, what exactly the rabbi wanted. So Now the rabbi wanted to say to him, you know, actually, no, 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 you know what, I don't need to bother you. So he said, I wanted to tell him, no, don't come back. Don't worry about it. Don't come back. You don't have to come back. He says, and then he thought to himself, that's not a good thing to say to somebody. I'm going to say, don't come back? No, I don't want to tell them, don't come back. Don't come back can mean that I never want you to come back. So he said, I shouldn't say that to him, don't, don't come back. So he told him, no, 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 wait for me. Wait for me, I'm going to come there. I'm going to come to you. So instead of saying, don't come, don't bother yourself to come, he told him, wait, wait so I can get to you. But why? Just because the words don't come back could mean, I don't want you to come back. Wow. So, And similar to this, 
any wise person will learn from this and will be cautious with his words. He has another example. Our Chachamim gave another specific example, along these lines. Sometimes you visit a person who's sick in the hospital, or you visit an Avel, a mourner. Uh, a mourner is usually sitting low to the ground, especially in the, in the olden days, the older proper uh, minhag, um, if they're able to, is for the mourner to always sit on the floor. Not even to sit on any chairs. Um, or a person is visiting a sick person. Now, they see somebody coming in to the room to visit them. So they want to get up in order to visit them. You know, they want to pick themselves up or they want to get up in honor of somebody who visited them. So he says, He says, don't say to the mourner, don't say to the sick person, don't get up for me. Don't say don't get up, because the very fact that you say the words don't get up, the words don't get up could have a bad meaning for them. Imagine you're saying to a sick person, you're saying don't get up. Don't get up could mean something very bad for a sick person. Now you say to a mourner, don't get up, that could mean something very bad. So don't, don't use those words, don't get up. Ela yomarlo, rather say to him, atitrach, shev benachat. You know, please stay comfortable. Don't uh, don't stress yourself. Don't stress yourself, and please be comfortable. Right. So, a person has to be conscious of exactly what words he's using and what he's saying. The Persian language is magnificent. Yes. All of the terminology. We should just shut our mouth. No, it's not that you should. It's use the right words. It's be very cautious and careful with the words you use. That's what he's saying. You know, sometimes you can say a word that with this person and could be misinterpreted, it could mean the wrong thing. So don't say it. It's prohibited to uh, learn Torah, to say words of Torah or to write even the Torah without saying the brachot in the morning. But I know yeah. they're starting the Kaddish. All right. All right. So please keep me on so I can answer. Hey, everybody. Shabbat Shalom. Erev Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat I would say don't, don't, uh, definitely don't, don't be so mocked on the isolation. 